your grace, God. They're sufficient, God. Your mercies, God, that are fresh every day, God. I thank you for them, Almighty God, Lord. Oh, that you love us when we were unlovable, Almighty God. Thank you, Almighty God, Lord, for the blood, God, that was shed on Calvary for us, Lord. We thank you for the blood this morning, Almighty God, Lord. We didn't deserve it, God, but we thank you for it, Almighty God. We praise you. We give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody say glory. Ah, glory. Good morning, good morning, and good morning. Maybe I'll try that again. Good morning, and good morning, and good morning. My name is Minister Lily Bead, and I'm going to welcome you to the hill today. Thank you for choosing Zion Hill at your place of worship today. Amen. Now let us go to the Lord in prayer. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Father God, we thank you for your presence in this place today. Father God, we just thank you for your anointing in this place. Father God, we thank you for your saving and healing power in this place. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you to forgive us for all of our sins today. Block out all our transgressions and wash away all our iniquities. Father God, we ask you to create in us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you to bless the man of God that's bringing the word today, God. Father God, give us ears to hear and eyes to see what is being said in the spirit. In the name of Jesus. God, we ask you to bless our choir today. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you. We thank you and we thank you again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I need everybody to go ahead and get on your feet and give God some praise. If you're tuning in right where you are, open up your mouth and bless the name of the Lord this morning. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Yeah. Clap your hands like this, all you people. Oh. We celebrate the great Jehovah this morning. Yeah. 
somebody give him praise right there. We won't stop praising you, Father. If you don't mind, just slip your hands and begin to bless the name of the Lord. He is the great Jehovah, the great I am, and we bless him this morning. You are a great God.
says in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, if you're willing and you are obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. I hope I don't have to convince you that there is plenty of good in America. Just think about it. Why do you think I came? Not for sightseeing. <laughs> There's plenty of good in this country. The question is, how do you get that to you? How do you attract that blessing? And the Bible says, you have to honor God with your tithes. It says, a, a tenth of your earnings belongs to God. Well, you have a choice. You can either believe God or you can continue in the right race you are in right now. I tried the right race. 
doesn't work at all. But the blessing of the Lord is what will make you rich and add no sorrow to it. So let me encourage you to give this morning as the Lord prosper you. And God is committed that if you will honor God with your first fruit and with thy substance, substance of your increase, he said your barn will be filled with plenty. He said, look, your, your care will bust out with new wine. There are somebody in this house who have tried that. And they can tell you, God is good. That's what David testified, said, you taste for yourself. You're going to find out God is good. What are we going to do with that money? I've told you before. We use that money to do the work of the kingdom. We help those who are in need. This church stand out in this community when it comes to helping people. In fact, we have no budget for it. We make it wide open. Whosoever will. We have everything else. We, we control how much we spend in those areas. But when it comes to helping people in central Louisiana, we say we're just going to help. Another thing we're trying to do right now as a project is to build a digital complex for young people. Somebody got to do it. The kids are on the street. The age of people who are going to jail are increasing more and more and getting younger and younger. So we've got to find something for these young people to do. I told you, we got contractors, we got engineers, we got architects. They're ready to go. They're waiting on us to pull the trigger. How much will it cost? I told you. $4.1 million. And we're not going to go to the government for it. We're going to believe God. And we're going to partnership with Almighty God. So there are some Paul that will plant there are some Apollos that will water. And God is prepared to grant the increase. I pray the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart. Let's do big things for the Lord. The days of small thinking is over. Amen. To whom much is given, much is required. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we are grateful for the opportunity to give. You made it very clear to us that 
It's more blessed to give than to receive. Lord, I lift up every giver in this house this morning. I pray, oh God, that you will bless their giving. I pray for increase in their lives and in the life of everyone connected with them. Lord, I trust you this morning to take every giver to a land of more than enough. I thank you, O God, that you will give them a testimony. I thank you, O God, that you will raise them up in this community. The Bible says, God bless Isaac and the Philistines envy him. Lord, I pray that you will make an example out of every giver this morning. I watch you do it for me. Came out of nothing. Little village in the continent of Africa. And you made a way. Lord, I know without a doubt you can bless somebody beyond measure this morning. I pray that anointing of overflow, that anointing of more than enough, I pray that you will shower it on somebody's life. Giving is receiving. So I decree and declare this morning, the former rain and the latter rain will be your portion. If you're willing. And if you're obedient, it is so. In Jesus' name, amen. The ushers will come. The choir will minister. Let's give.
Welcome to Zion Hills HBCU Greek Organization Sunday. My name is Sister Jessica, and I have a few quick announcements just for you, so stick around. To celebrate this year's Black History Month, Zion Hill will highlight African-American culture with themed Sundays for the month of February. I just want to do God's will. And he has allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. Hello, Central Louisiana. I am Joshua Joy Dana, and this is my lovely wife, Elizabeth. We want to invite you to our family and friends day events. Mark your calendar on March 17, 18, and 19. Our church family, Zion Hill Church family, will be hosting their family and friends day, and we, we're going to have a time of worship. We're going to have a time of fellowship and much, much fun. Guess what? We consider you as our family. So we want to take the time to invite you, special invitation just for you. We look forward to seeing you there. We have worship service at 8 a.m. that Sunday and also at 10 o'clock. Come when it's convenient for you. We're going to have a great time. See you there.
not call him General or King. They called him Kukul Khan. Of course I remember the camp. Why would I forget? It's July 9th through the 13th. Located in Lincoln Springs, Texas. It's a week full of fun, worship we got, and learning about him. The cost is $395 and the deposit is $50. I heard it's going to be so much fun. We hope to see you there. In our efforts to make our world a better place, God has given our pastor the vision to build a state-of-the-art youth complex right here at Zion Hill. By simply selling a monthly seat of only $19.25 for one year, we will be able to build a safe and exciting place for young people to hang out, play games, socialize, and come into a saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus. If you are a guest today joining us for the first time, we are so glad that you've decided to worship with us. After service, please stop by our guest center where we'll have a special gift just for you. If you've been blessed by this ministry, partner with us in spreading the gospel all over the world. This is your opportunity to give unto the Lord and give to this ministry. You can do so by scanning our QR code on the screen or text to give by texting ZH family followed by the dollar sign to 73256. That's 73256, or you can go to our website at www.zionhill.com and click on the Give tab, or simply give through our new church app. That's right, Zion Hill has a new app. Visit us at Google Play or at the Apple App Store and search for Zion Hill Church Family to download. Well, that will conclude our announcements for this morning. Until next time, we'll see you at the top. Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Lisa Harris, and I am so honored to greet you on this morning. My name is Terrence Williams. Hello, everybody. Good morning. At this time of our service, we take the opportunity to recognize any of our guests. So if you are worshiping with us for the first time this morning, can we see your hands? First time guests? First time guest, returning guest. Returning guest, yes, amen, amen, amen. We wanna thank you for joining us this morning. As you've seen on our announcements, we have themed Sundays this month in honor of Black History Month. So we are truly excited and honored that you have joined us. If you are um, viewing online, we're so happy that you have uh, joined us there as well in our virtual world. So like and love and share all of those good things online. But we are so grateful for you to be here. Enjoy yourself, relax. We hope that something has been said or will be said that uh, will help you and enjoy your experience here with us this morning. Again, you are so welcome. 
You are welcome. And don't forget to stop by the guest center on your way out as you exit the sanctuary after service. Zion Hill, you know what time it is. Go ahead and stand on your feet and give God some praise. But also go and tell your neighbor hello. Give them a high five. Tell somebody what's up, how you doing. If you're joining online, go ahead and type in the comment section. Hello, good morning to somebody right now. Hallelujah. much for the fellowship thank yeah, yeah. you thank you so let's we're going to put a little purpose with this worship service this morning we mentioned that this is our hbcu and greek organization theme sunday in reference of black history month 
So I see a lot of colors and names around here. So if you are a graduate, a student, past student, present student of an HBCU, just stand where you are. Let us see you all. And I see you back there. See you. HBCUs. Amen. Amen. I see Southern. I see. You got to say Gremlin if you're going to say Southern. Gremlin. Amen. 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 I see you all. My husband and I's money go to Prairie View State at Prairie View A&M University. So we know all about Jackson State. Amen. Yes, I see it. The HBCUs. Thank you so much. So as I mentioned, our purpose this morning HBCUs opened the door of educational opportunity for many African-Americans who were once legally denied an education. Additionally, these schools provided African-American students with a nurturing environment to explore their collective identities and cultures. That's right, Lisa. And there are one, over 101 HBCUs in existence today. And as we celebrate Black History Month, we cannot forget about our black Greek letter sororities and fraternities. Y'all make some noise for them. And listen, they have been a pivotal part of our African-American history and culture since the early 20th century. These organizations have been a central resource for support and service in the educational advancement and strengthening of social and support and service in the educational advancement and strengthening and social bonds in the community. The pioneer black Greek letter organizations have become known as the Divine Nine, and among their ranks have been some of the most influential leaders of color in healthcare, fashion, business, global affairs, politics, law enforcement, and so much more. These organizations have a long-standing tradition of contributing to HBCUs and continue to have strong ties to these institutions. Amen. Amen. So, at this time, we're going to do a little roll call of the Divine Nine. So that roll calls mean the teachers would always call your name out and she had to hear you say present. But you know how to answer, right, Divine Nine? You know how to answer yeah, your roll call. Okay. So... Let me see if the men of Alpha Phi Alpha are present. Come on now. I want to hear you. I want to hear you, the men of Alpha Phi Alpha. There you go. All right. Don't worry about it. I know their sisters, the women of Alpha Kappa Alpha, going to make some noise. What about the beautiful ladies of Sigma Gamma Rho? Do I hear you? Sigma Gamma Rho. What about those men in blue and white? Phi, Beta, Sigma. And what about the ladies, the beautiful ladies of blue and white? Zeta, Phi, Beta. All right. Yeah. I see. I see. Can't forget about them pretty boys, Kappa Alpha Psi. Uh-oh, I hear you. <laughs> Represent by yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we definitely don't want to forget Ida, Phi, Ida Phi Theta. Iota Phi Theta, forgive me. Any Iota's in the house? Don't worry about it. 
<laughs> and I definitely don't want to forget my beautiful college-educated SARAS of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And look, last but definitely not least, the mighty men of Omegas. Hi, hi, Thank you all. We have a special treat for you this morning. The one thing we can say that separates us from our other ethnicity or culture is our rhyme and rhythm. The way that we walk, the way that we talk, the way that we dance. I mean, we have flavor. We have style, we have swag. So this morning, we about to show you what we got. We got our sororities and our fraternities in the building. Zion Hill, let's make some noise. All right, first up, we got the Alpha Phi Alpha. These brothers are cold as ice, founded in 1906. All right, I see you. Y'all gonna do something? No, no, all right, come on. Hey, all right, they too cool, hey. Hey, there you go, break it out. Hey, 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 wipe me down. There we go. Let's give him a round of applause. Next, we have Alpha, Kappa, Alpha. Founded in 1908. Y'all hear the song? These ladies of pink and green never look so good. Just make sure you remember, we in church. Keep it clean. Hey. All right. Okay. All right. Break it down. Break it down. I see you. I see you. Okay. Let's give him a hand. Let's give him a hand. Uh oh, they see the one in the back. Get it. Get it. Hey, 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 hey. Go Lynn. Go Lynn. Go, go, go Lynn. Break it down. Hey, 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 hey. All right. Work it out. Hey. Hey, yeah, oh. Oh. <laughs> hey, let's get on our feet. This girl going to hall. Let's go. That's my girl. Next, we have Sigma Gamma Rho. Welcome to the power of 1922. That's right. Show you some love. All right, let's give them a hand of applause. They couldn't make it today. All right, next we have Phi Beta Six. These brothers bleed blue and white from their souls. Founded in 1914. Let's give them a hand. Show us up, brothers. Come on. Juju on the beat. Juju on the beat. Hey, come on now, brothers. Give us something. Give us something. Let's go, Sean. Hey, break it down. Hey, 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 hey. All right. Let's give the brothers a hand. Let's give them a hand. 
next we have Zeta Phi Beta. The Zeta train is steady pushing, working hard to be the ladies in blue and white. Founded in 1920, celebrating the 57 years. 57 years. Come on, ladies, break it down for us one time. Like they've been practicing. I see you. All right now. All right, let's give them a hand. Let's give them a hand. All right, next we have Kappa Alpha Psi. Founded in 1911, the pretty boys of Fret Life. Where my one brother at? You gonna come show your love, my brother? Where you at? Come show your love. Come on, brother. Come on, man, we gotta see you. Come on, there we go. Come on. I see you. You by yourself, so don't do it. Come on, check it out. Hey, you gotta do something now. Hey, uh oh, break it, break it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, that boy. Yeah, break it down. Hey, let's get that man a hand applause, man. Let's give him. Next, we have Iota. Phi Theta, the last of the Divine Nine, but certainly not the least. Hey! Hey! Show us something! Show us something! Alright, no, 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 no. I got you, I got you, I got you. But we appreciate you for showing up, my brother. Uh-oh, they already ready. You gotta wait till I do the intro. Hold on, hold on. Slow your roll, baby. Slow your roll. I ain't even said it yet. Next, we have Delta. Sigma Theta, founded in 1913. Many have tried, many have failed. Let's show this lady some love. Uh-oh, looks like we have a competition here. They really been practicing, y'all. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's give the ladies a hand. Well, if you don't know who you got next, the dogs are about to come out. Next we have, here we go, Omega Sci-Fi. The swaggiest since 1911. The brothers of purple and gold, they bad. They real bad. They about to break it down. Uh-oh. 
Them boys, let's give them brothers. Let's give them brothers a hand. They gonna need some ibuprofen tonight. Now, we want every all the fraternities and sororities to come back on stage. We all know this song. We about to have a good time real quick. Everybody get on their feet. We gonna do a little dance, so just enjoy yourself. We wanna thank everybody for coming out today. So let's just enjoy ourselves and let's feel the move and the vibe. Sing the words, now sing it, sing it. Go, 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 go. Got fish plates sailing in the back. All right, we want to thank everybody. Thank all the fraternity sororities. Let's give them a hand, Zion Hill. Let's give them a hand.
Come on, let's thank God for every one of these children. What a blessing. Are you blessed to be here this morning? Will you help me say thank you to all of our sororities and fraternities? What a beautiful day. It's such a joy just sitting there, everybody having a good time in the Lord. I think Christians need to do more of that. Amen. It is a blessing just to see all the divine nine. And I tell you, I finally decide which one I'm going to join. Amen. I tell you, there is something about them dogs. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't have it. <laughs> it is, it's such a beautiful experience for me. My children, they're probably rolling <laughs> now. Because they are all AKA people. And sometimes I'll go and visit my children. The whole house is plastered with pink and green, I said. But after I saw the dogs today. Yes, sir. Please help me thank God for everybody. It's a good thing. To God be the glory. We appreciate you coming out of your busy schedule just to join us to celebrate this morning. I pray that God will bless you. Our history is very precious. Uh, and it's so good just to see all the steps, all the dance. Uh, you cannot be an African and don't have rhythm. Amen. We thank God for that. God has a way of just blessing people with unique talent. And I work for a university here in town, and sometimes when I ask them to clap, I'll be shaking my head. <laughs> but, but to God be the glory. Aren't you proud to be black? Come on, come on. Amen. I don't know. That, that don't sound like somebody's excited about it. I am black and proud. Amen. We thank God for our uniqueness. I'm not going to keep you too long because people have to, to go to various churches for worship. Please stand with me in reference to the word of God. So glad to see one of my colleagues here. Uh, he's a Nigerian, and he just got hired as a professor at Louisiana Christian University. We are glad to have you, Dr. Oyeyemi and his wife. His wife worked at Procter Gamble. They have Procter Gamble in Nigeria, Africa. And so those Procter Gamble know how to make money. They are all over the world, and they just transfer here. 
We are grateful. I even see many of my church members who are in various sororities and fraternities. I'm very proud of you. It's a blessing. Believe me, what you do now is not, not just entertainment. Young people are looking. And they are inspired. I will not be a lawyer today, but for HBCU. Lord, no, I try other schools. They don't want me. But thank God for Southern. I'm proud. Yes, indeed. Amen. You ought to be proud of who you are, dog. Open your Bible to the book of Hebrews, chapter 6. We're just going to look at one verse for the sake of time. I welcome all the pastors. I even saw one of our pastors, local pastor here in the, in the march. And I see some more pastors here. Reverend Reeves, Pastor Tinney, Pastor Edison, any other pastor in the house, we appreciate you. Thank you for joining us today. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. The Bible says, don't be slothful, but be followers of them who through faith and patience they inherit the promises. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for your presence here. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Thank you for a time of celebration. Thank you for the way you made us. Thank you for all the gifts, all the talents. And thank you for bringing us a mighty long way. Holy Spirit, have your way in this house. Glorify yourself. Let this hour be a time of rejoicing for all of us. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. As we talk about Black History Month, please permit me to mention that there are three areas of black history that really means a lot to me. And I call it three F's. Number one is their fight for freedom. You and I would not be where we are today, who we are, but for some people who are willing to fight. And believe it or not, I'm grateful, very grateful to God that there are people who choose not to be cowards, but they put their their life on the line and they fight. And to God be the glory for that. We thank God for the freedom that we have today. Another aspect of our history that means a lot to me is the black family. I wish I can have time just to teach on our family. 
There's a lot that can be said, and despite all the difficulties and challenges, we as a people, we fight very hard to hold our family together. Amen. And we thank God for that. Because next to God, your family is next. Amen. 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 So we are grateful for our freedom fighters. We are grateful for our families. And another thing that impressed me as I study history is their faith in God. Only faith can hold you in the midst of all the challenges that they face. They were denied their language. They were denied their freedom. They were denied their families. But guess what sustained them? Their faith. And I think we are now taking for granted that faith in God. And I just want to help somebody for a few minutes on how you can sustain your own faith during difficult times. Uh, there are many songs that reveals that their faith was very, very important to them. The way they survived, the way they operated themselves. And you can see evidence of that in their songs when they talk about swing lows, sweet chariot, coming forth to carry me home. That's a statement of faith. That somebody who's telling you, I believe God. And when all this is over, God will sustain me. They sing song like wade in the water. God is going to trouble the water. That's an expression of faith. Even though they use that song also to escape, you know. But it has not just survivor meaning, it has spiritual meaning. These are people who take their faith very seriously. Even you and I generation, we will hear some of their songs, such as Kumbaya. Even though it's an expression from Africa, but it's good to be able to say, come here, God. Because they're knowing, they're knowing, without God, they can do anything. One of the songs that was so popular during the civil rights movement, We Shall Overcome. It's a statement of faith. So every area of their life is covered with the expression of faith in God. So I'm suggesting to you also that you need faith in God. You may have all these other things, nice house, nice car, but if you don't have strong faith in God, like our forefather did, you're not going to make it. They were people of great faith. They were people of deep faith. 
they were people of strong faith. It's a signature in our history that you should not forget. And you should strive also to develop your own faith. Don't wait until trouble comes. Right now, it's a good time for you to work on your faith. Jesus was concerned about our faith. Now he said, when I come back, will I find faith on earth? And because we've had some blessings over the years that our forefathers laid the foundation for, many of us will become too relaxed when it comes to this subject of faith. Jesus knew it. Jesus described some people as having little faith. I believe very strongly our forefathers could not have made it with little faith. Five times in the word of God, Jesus talked about people having little faith. And a lot of that is now common in our churches because we are taking God for granted. Amen. And two times in the word of God, the Bible described some people as having great faith. It's sad that it's only two times in the whole Bible. One time he was talking about a centurion. And Jesus looked at him and said, Hey, boo, you got great faith. There was another time when he was dealing with a Canaanite. Some scripture call it Syrophoenician woman. And please take note. Again, Jesus described her as a woman of great faith. But you know what is so sad about those two references? None of them were Christians. They were not even Jews. They were non-Jews. And Jesus could not but notice that I have never seen this kind of faith. In Israel. I believe very strongly no one could have gone through what our forefathers went through without great faith. So if you don't hear anything else I have to say, I just want to encourage you. Be like your father. Be a man of great faith. Be a woman of great faith. Storm may rise, winds may blow. But when you know God for yourself, nothing can overcome you. And that's what we see in the life of our parents. It takes faith to survive all the adversity. So, brother pastor, I get it. So, how do I move from a mediocre faith to a great faith like our forefathers. That's my assignment this morning. And I just want to point out, if you need a topic, I will call it seven keys to become a man or woman of great faith.
Just like you have keys to open your car, to unlock your doors. There are seven keys. Like me, I wake up every day, I want to be like my father. I see many of my children who wants to be like me. Even the girls, they're looking for husband like their daddy. I think we ought to emulate our forefathers. Their faith stand out. So how do you get there? Number one, you have to love the light. When I talk about light, I'm talking about knowledge of the word of God. You cannot be a man or woman of great faith if you don't love knowledge. The Bible says, my people perish. Why? Because they lack knowledge. Why do you need to know what the Bible says? Why do you have to have knowledge? It's very simple. You need to know the promises of God. When those forefathers of ours, when they talk and encourage one another, it is the promises of God that sustain them. They knew in, the, in their knowing that better days are coming. You have to have knowledge. Knowledge is light. You have to know the principles in the word of God. So that when nobody is looking, whether there is inflation, whether there is corruption, whether the government go crazy, your faith will sustain you. It takes knowledge. Please take note. You will dominate by the amount of illumination that you have in the word of God. We are all children of God. But some of us will be freaking out because we are not too familiar with the light. We don't know the word of God. So the first thing that will push you in the realm of great faith is light. You will never rise beyond the amount of knowledge that you have. It's a shame to say it. So many people are struggling because they don't know. The word of God says in Psalms 82 verse 5. He says they know nothing. They lack understanding. And as a result, they are walking in darkness. The last Sunday I talked about the need for us to be more united as a people. Today I'm sharing with you there are some things that will help you and me to have the kind of faith that sustained our forefathers. And one of those things is knowledge. I call it the light. Yes, Ladies and gentlemen, please take note. Every church service that you go to it's a feast of the light. We're not just here to have a good time. But we want you to know more of the light. So that when trials come, when trouble come, what you know will sustain you. The Bible put it this way. It says, be still and know. 
that I am God. It is what you know that will sustain you. Are you still here this morning? So my prayer for you and me is that God will open our eyes. That we will know the promises of God. That we will know the word of God. That we will know the principles of God. It takes the light to turn every night experience to daytime experience. So encourage your children, not just to know the word of God, get knowledge. Encourage them to go to school. Don't allow people to drop out of school. Let them know knowledge is power. Are you still here? The reason why I'm emphasizing knowledge to get to great faith is because too many people, even those who profess to be Christian, they really don't know nothing. Even some preachers don't know much. It's like the blind leading the blind. That's why you see people hoop all day, all night. Because they have not much to say. So in all of your getting, get knowledge. Let me ask you this question. What do you know that God has said concerning your finances? What do you know that God has said concerning your success in life? Or the success of your children? What do you know that God has said concerning your health? Knowledge is so important. What do you know that God has said concerning your victory? over the giants of your life, over the demons, over the principalities and powers that will try to mess with you on your job, that will try to mess you in the highways and byways of life. You need knowledge. So my message to you this morning, your faith must be based on what God said. That's what sustains our forefathers. They knew what God said. And you know what is so amazing about these precious people? Many of them cannot even read. And yet they infest their time. They infest their energy to know what God has said concerning them. How about you? So if I ask you this morning, do you know what God said concerning your health? Do you know what God said concerning your prosperity? Do you know what God said concerning your future? Concerning your protection? You need to know. Please remember when Satan came to mess with Jesus Christ. To tempt him. Guess what Jesus did? He kept telling him, it is written. You cannot talk about what is written if you don't know. So my prayer for you and I is that we will leave this place today, be mindful that God has said many things concerning you and me. 
So it is our responsibility to know. I mean, you say things like, you are the head and not the tail. How can you defeat a man or a woman who knows I'm the head? I don't know about you. In my house, even the cockroaches know that I know something. I have some of them. Even people in the community, they say, that Negro is so arrogant and is so bold. When you know who you are and you know whose you are, no weapon, form or fashion against you shall prosper. It's good to know. So I encourage you this morning, open your, your gates. There are gates. There are ear gates. There are eye gates. There are mouth gates. There are all kinds of gates. In your being, open those gates. And infest the time, the energy to know what God has said concerning you. Do I have an amen for that? If all you know is little, I can tell you, you cannot do much in this life with little. America is a very competitive country. So, I mean, it's you and against everybody else. So you have to know. So my message to you, the kingdom of God is knowledge dependent. Knowledge dependent. If you don't know, you'll be behind. What sustained those precious forefathers, foreparents, is their knowledge of who God is. They know his promises. They know what he promised them. They know all the principles of the Bible. And it sustained them. So please don't wait for knowledge to find you. You have to go after knowledge. Amen. Yes, sir. And some time to buy some books to read. There is no single week that I will not read a book. So that wherever I stand, whether it's in the courthouse or in the crack house or the white house, I can represent Jesus. You need to know. I need to know. Amen. Amen. We need to infest our time, our energy, in knowing what the Bible says. Amen. Amen. One of the ways to have great faith is what I just told you. There's the labor dimension of faith. You, it's not just going to come to you. You have to labor to move from no faith to move from just simple faith or little faith so that you can get to a place of great faith. Tell your neighbor I got it. Another thing you need to do is, and I need to rush on this, is what we call meditation. Every religion in the world meditates. And meditation simply means squeeze the juice out of what you know. 
Knowledge is just information. But if you really want an understanding of any subject, you have to meditate. You have to squeeze the juice that you become fully persuaded. The kind of faith that our forefathers have, ladies and gentlemen, is described in Hebrews 11. He said they subdue kingdom. They quench the mouth of lions. I mean, they wrote righteousness. If you study black history closely, it got to a point that even their captives, their master, we appoint them to be pastor over them. That's serious. That's what knowledge would do. But it's not just knowledge on the surface. They meditate on what they know. They become master of the word of God. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 15 says, Meditate on these things. Give yourself to it. Then it will profit you when you appear before people. Can you imagine if we invest the time to meditate on the word of God? Amen. To meditate means to ponder until you get an understanding of what you have read or what you have studied. There are many things that we sing about in the church, but we have no understanding. There are many things even preachers will preach to you, but they have no clue what they're talking about. Meditation becomes very, very important. Knowledge is just information. But meditation produces revelation. It produces understanding of what you've been studying. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, is that we are too busy. That even when we hear about the word of God or we read about the word of God, we don't meditate on the word of God. You know what the Bible says in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8? It says this book of the law. Don't let it depart from your heart. Meditate. Meditate. Meditate on it. How long? Day and night. He said, be careful to do what he says. Then, not before then, you will prosper and you will have good success. That's right, Pastor. Every one of us here are candidate for good success. God wants to take you from where you are to be an envy of the world. How are you going to get there? You need the light, the word of God. Number two, infest the time to meditate on the word of God. I wish I have time to break this down. But during resurrection, please take note that the boys, the disciples, they went to the graveside to see Jesus. And when they don't see Jesus, they ran back home. In hurry, they went home. But there was a woman 
who went to the same grave. And he, she didn't see nothing either. But guess what makes her a difference? She stayed there. She kept wondering what happened. And the result of that is that angels appeared to, to her. And they explained to her what has happened. You might be saying, what in the world that has to do with meditation? It's very simple. Meditation means to stay until you see. It's not enough just to read through the Bible. You see, Sunday school teachers and church school teachers, they will speak eloquently. But you can see that the, what they're talking about, they don't understand. You have to stay until you can see what you are reading. I decree and declare today that the mystery that connects your today with your tomorrow, God will reveal it to you. That's what will make you stand out among your peers. I just don't want to be another preacher in town. I want to be one of those preachers that when I speak, everybody tune in. It takes the light. You've got to be familiar with the light. Infest your time and knowledge. It takes meditation. While everybody is partying, while they're all at Mona, having a good time. You infest your time and energy. You stay there until you see something. Amen, somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, you may have seen the word sila when you read the Bible. That word means stop, ponder, and think about what you just read. You'll be reading the Bible and bam, there comes the word sila. So don't just, don't, don't just rush through this. Stop. Stay right there. Think about it. Meditate. Marinate until it's soaking in. So that the next time the enemy comes with a trickery, you are already prepared. You are loaded with the word of God. Are you still here? Another thing that you need, oh, for the sake of time, okay, is to develop a serious prayer life. I don't care what book you read about our ancestors. One thing that qualified them for freedom, not just freedom in the natural, you got to be free within before you can be free without. And what makes them a success story is their prayer life. Prayer can turn a weak you to a strong you. Are you listening to me? But you cannot gain the mastery of the kingdom of God unless you develop a serious prayer life. Not the kind of Mickey Mouse prayer we're doing. 
It's not enough just to be a member of the church. You have to have a serious prayer life. Mark chapter 11 verse 24 says, Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, not if you pray, when you pray, it says if you believe, you will receive. It's not a matter of you may receive. See, religion has watered down. Uh, maybe you'll answer you. Oh, maybe God don't want me to have that. Or maybe this may. We are always having excuses why we are not successful. But the Bible says, whatsoever that you desire. In other words, you're in control of this. When you pray, believe, and you will receive it. Prayer basically has four major assignments in your life, in my life. Number one, you pray for growth and transformation. You remember Jesus went somewhere on, the, on top of a mountain to pray, and the Bible says, his whole body was transformed. A true prayer life is supposed to, to transform you and change you. Another assignment of prayer for your life is for you to be able to make requests and obtain those promises you read about. When I say have knowledge, where you're not supposed to just know that God is a way maker or that God is a shelter in time of storm. It ought to be working in your life. How are you going to work it? It's through your prayer life. Ladies and gentlemen, prayer is also for spiritual legislation. A lot of things are going on, for example, here in central Louisiana, that shouldn't be going on. Prayer will enable you to legislate. Uh, or let me put, I'm using lawyer term. Let me use common sense. Prayer will enable you to decree and declare and say, no, not in this town. No, not in my house. No, not in my backyard. The Bible said it in Joel chapter 22. If you remember, it said, if you decree a thing, it shall be established. In Philippians chapter 4 verse 6, it said, be careful for nothing. <laughs> In my own house, they always worry, why are you, why, why are you always cool all the time? People in the community, we ask them, why are you always smiling? Are you always happy? He <laughs> said, be careful. I've got problems just like everybody else. But the word of God said, be careful for nothing. But in everything. By prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known. And all of a sudden, you will have peace of God. 
while everybody is freaking out. Oh, there's recession. Oh, there's inflation. Oh, there's the devil. Oh, there's shooting. They just keep on coming with negative news. But believe it or not, there's always opportunity, even in chaos. You need your prayer life. Amen, somebody. Please permit me to say one more thing for the sake of time. We have to go. And that is that you need to, to move your faith from just uh, little faith to great faith. You need to have what we call confession of the word of God in your mouth regularly. Word-based confession. One scripture put it this way. Let the words of my mouth. That's right, sir. The meditation of my heart. Let it be conversation that is acceptable. <laughs> Your mouth is a powerful tool. The Bible says death and life is in your mouth. It's now you know, uh, you know you'll be calling the preacher. No, you need to call your own self. Call yourself. Say, self? <laughs> you better say something. <laughs> Praise God, everybody. Notice the instruction in the word of God, Psalms 107, verse 2. He said, let the redeem of the Lord Say so. The first instruction, <laughs> I don't mean to go, go lawyering on you. The first instruction says, say. You've got to say something. That mouth of yours, you've got to use it. Then the second instruction, he tells you what to say. He said, say so. What is so? Anything God has already said about you. So when God tells me, I'm the head and not the tail. No devil. Black or white devil can make me believe I'm nobody. I am fully persuaded because God said I am the head and not the tail. God said I'm above and not beneath. God said a thousand may fall 10,000 by my right. As for me, this homeboy will still be standing. God said, many are the afflictions. I'm trying not to preach today. I just want to teach the word of God. Because we have a good time already. Know what God said. Say what God said. Put it in your mouth. With long life. He was sad. I never will forget. I had a cardiac arrest. Many people don't even live to tell the story. And I got to the hospital. I summoned all the nurses and the doctor. I said, I want to take a selfie. <laughs> and they're looking at me and say, Fool, do you know that your heart just collapsed on you and died on you? I said, Yes, I know. But God said, 
he was wounded for my transgression. I know I ain't no good. I know I screw up a lot of times. But God said he was wounded for my transgression. He was bruised for my iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. By his right, I am healed. I don't know about you. I'm healed. I believe I say that again. I said I am healed. In fact, decree and declare over your children. The righteous are never forsaken. Their seed will never beg for bread. Let everybody in your house know we are the head and not the tail. We are blessing the city. We are blessing the field. We are blessed coming in. We are blessed going out. Ain't no devil. I don't care who is in government. Democrats or Republicans. I'll be all right. Where I see it. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. We've got to go to church. Shake somebody's hand and say, you'll be all right. Amen. All we need to do is be like our forefathers. Their faith sustain them. They sing it in their song. We've come this far by faith. They learn to lean on the Lord. And they testify he has never failed me yet. That's my prayer for you today. If you're here this morning and you say, Brother Pastor, I need prayer. You talk about prayer. You talk about knowing the word of God. You talk about meditation. You talk about confession of faith. Declaring that word in, mouth, in your mouth. If you're facing any mountain right now, any Red Sea, Songwriters say, have you any river that you cannot turn it through? God specializes in things that are impossible. Find your way to the altar. I want to pray with you before you leave. I'm believing God for miracles in your life. I'm believing God for breakthrough in your business, on your job. I'm believing God that God will elevate you, that God will promote you. The things that are impossible with man, it is possible with God. That's what we need. That's what I got out of black history. I saw them. I watch how they survive. I cannot imagine how anybody can survive the suffering, the oppression, the denial, the mistreatment. Then the Lord revealed to me, look at their faith. Look at their confidence in God. I want you and I to believe God. Somebody ought to believe God for your own children. Amen. Those are your trophies of grace. Lift your hands towards him. I just want us to acknowledge you. Father God, in the precious name of Jesus, 
we thank you. Thank you for our worship today. Thank you for all of our friends, our brothers and sisters. Oh, behold how good and pleasant for brothers and sisters to dwell together in unity. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence. Lord, you said if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all of our unrighteousness. Lord, we've done something. Well, let me just speak for my own sake. Not always right. Not always good. But Lord, you look beyond my fault. As you saw my name. Thank you for your faithfulness. Somebody is here today standing in, in the line of prayer for their children. Somebody is standing in the gap for their spouse. Somebody is standing in the gap for their own health, for their own wealth. Lord, you are a God who make a way out of no way. Father God, we cast all of our cares upon you, knowing that you care it for us. And Lord, we say, do it for us again. Help us in time of trouble. Heal our body. Touch our families. Make a way out of no way. Somebody here is believing God for their finances. Oh, God in Zion, have your way in our lives. Have your way in our marriage. Have your way in our city. Have your way in our parish, oh God. Lord, I pray for peace of Jerusalem. Not just Jerusalem. As in Jerusalem and Middle East, right here in central Louisiana, all this violence, all this killing, all this putting each other's down, we put an end to that in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up our government, we lift up the city council, we lift up all the CEO, all the leaders, all the families. Father, I pray, oh God, we run out the devil out of central Louisiana. In the name of Jesus, we speak shalom into our community. We speak shalom into our homes. We speak shalom on our street. We speak shalom in our school. Lord, I thank you. Everything the devil meant for evil. Lord, we speak a turnaround. A turnaround. In our health situation, I turn around in our finances, I turn around in the love of that wayward child. I thank you for it. I cover your people with the blood of Jesus. And by faith this morning, we decree, we declare, if it work for our forefather, it will work for us. We decree and declare. All is well. In our home, all is well. On our job, all is well. In our finance, all is well. With our health, Lord, all is well. Every area of our life. It is so. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Somebody shout amen. God bless you.
Thank you for coming to church today. We love you. If any of you are looking for a church home and you want to be a part of what God is doing here at Zion Hill, after the benediction, my wife and I will be standing right here in front of the pulpit. We invite you to come. We want to welcome you to this great church where you can learn the word of God, where you can use your gifting, your talents. In Jesus' name. Pastor Edison, will you please come and pronounce the benediction over us? We are so grateful to all of our Soros sisters and, 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 and all of our fraternities. We love you. And we say, come back again. Let's get, let's get back together. Let's get a bigger forum so we can have a good time in Jesus' name. God bless you, Pastor. Amen, amen. I see people walking out, but you should never leave church before the benediction, before the man or woman of God declare the blessing of God over you. Lift your hands toward heaven. Father, every hand lifted under you, we loose your angels to be encamped around them, to keep them guard from all harm and danger. I plead the blood of Jesus over us. Now, thank you, Father God, that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. I speak the blessing of God upon you and your household in Jesus' name. Come on, clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you. Real quick, all the fraternities and sorority members, can you come on stage? Uh, we're going to do a quick picture real quick. Take five minutes. Come up. 